Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm super excited for you to hear this episode today with my good friend, Leo. Leo was my first boyfriend in middle school. He's so, like, he's so adorable. He lives in New Orleans now, and I'm excited for you to hear a little bit about his life and his story and his relationship. But before we get into that, I'm just going to do a little solo. Um, there's a few different topics that you guys wanted me to talk about. The first one is exes reaching out. It's so crazy. It's like, it's as if Mercury's in retrograde, but times 1000. Every single person that I've ever even had a thing with has reached out some way or another. Um, you know, my, my high school ex reached out to go on a walk together. My college ex reached out cause he found pictures of us on his computer. Um, my ex friends with benefits reached out to see who I'm quarantining with my, um, you know, a guy that I hooked up with a while ago reached out to tell me my Twitter was hacked. It's like every, in every situation, like every single ex of mine has reached out. I feel like I mean, I hope you guys are going through the same thing. I feel like if your ex isn't reaching out now, it's like, were they even your ex? Um, because everyone is. And it's funny to me because I thought that all my exes were married because like a lot of them are, but I guess they're not because so many of them are reaching out. But yeah, it's a really normal thing. Um, I imagine if I were single right now, I'd be like digging through, you know, the trash of my exes um, to see what was out there. So I don't think it's like that crazy, but I just, I would keep in mind, like they wouldn't be reaching out to you if they weren't in this situation and lonely and bored and horny. So take it for exactly what it is and don't think more into it. Um, someone wanted me to talk about how quarantine like makes things move faster. I definitely agree. If you're quarantined with a significant other, it's like you're living together. So if you weren't living together before, it's going to be kind of weird when this is over to just like go back to your normal lives. I feel like, you know, they keep saying like after quarantine, it's like you get married or you get divorced or you have babies, like, but it's like one or one of the three. I feel like, you know, this quarantine situation has made my relationship move faster in that direction. I mean, like I keep joking with him, like we are like, we're going to move in together, but like 
I wouldn't be opposed to it at this point, which sounds fucking insane. Um, but I think it's only because like now I know what it would be like. And in any other situation, I would not have that experience. I would not know what it's like. But because we're quarantined in my small New York apartment, not just being okay with it, but like thriving through it, I'm like, oh, well, maybe this could be something you know, that we do permanently. But at the same time, I'm like, we've, you know, only been together for a few months. Like maybe it's just the newness of it and like the honeymoon period of it. Um, but it's, it's funny. It definitely does. It, it definitely speeds up things, at least in, in your mind. Someone asked if I follow my rules once I'm actually in a relationship. No, 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 no. Like if you have to be doing any sort of rules once they're your boyfriend, that ain't your boyfriend. Um, that's that's not a good sign. Uh, once you are officially dating, like you you got to do you, and there can't be any games. Um, okay, there was a big uproar about wanting to get some sexting etiquette. So a very sweet woman wrote in a few questions. The first was, how do you ease into it? Well, this one, you know, there's a standard, what are you wearing? Which is always a good one. Or like, I'm in bed, just showered. You know, any of those could ease into it. Um, something I brought up on my my Instagram live yesterday with Serena. You know, you can just FaceTime them and like be in something seductive or scandalous already. And then like they'll already be excited. And then you take it from there. Um, what are common phrases people use? I mean, I don't know how much I can talk about this on the podcast, but here we go. Um, I would say like, oh, like, you know, I'm touching myself or like, what would you do if you were here? Um, like people love a description of like, you know, what would go down if you were in the same room kind of describing like move by move, what would happen? Um, what's the craziest thing you've said to a guy? I don't think it like gets that crazy. You know, I think it's like, um, like you bend me over, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Um, how do you hint to a guy that you want more sexting, want him to initiate sexting? I would just straight up say it like guys are not mind readers. Be like, we should sex more. And then hopefully the next time you talk, they initiate it. How do you know if what you're saying is too much? If what you're saying is too much, then you shouldn't be sexting with this person. Like the whole point of sexting is to like get into it. And there wouldn't be two willing participants if one person was like, oh, that was like, that was gross. Like, I can't believe you said that you wanted me to like, you know, you wanted to come on my boobs. Like, I can't believe that. Like, no, like you signed up for this sexting. Like you both, if you both consent to sexting, like whatever you're saying goes. Um, how do you draw a line between sexting and sending pics? I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like if you're sexting, then you probably want to see pictures of them. Average duration of a sexting exchange, probably like 15 minutes, you know, probably as long enough for like you to masturbate to it. <laughs> how do you end a sexting convo? You usually say like, oh my God, like I just like came to that or like that was so hot. Can't wait to do that in person. Are you supposed to masturbate while sexting or are you just lying about how it feels? You should definitely masturbate while sexting. But if you can, because you can't do two things at once, masturbate after it. How do you sex with someone you've never met? Same kind of thing. Like, what are you wearing? What's the end result given that we're in quarantine? Um, I would say just like, you know, feeling 
sexy and hopefully having an orgasm. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is guys who follow Instagram models. This is like, this always comes up a million times. And, you know, like it sucks. Uh, It sucks if a guy follows Instagram models. It's gross. It's immature. It makes you feel bad about yourself. And I've had many exes do this. And like, there's nothing you can really do. You know, you can't like stop someone from following Emrata or Jen Seltzer or whatever it is. You just have to, you know, if if it's something that genuinely bothers you, be like, oh, you're disgusting. But like guys are going to be guys at the end of the day. And like I am doing this matchmaking thing and I was like matchmaking this girl and he's going to kill me for saying this, but I had like her picture on the screen and it was like kind of a booby picture. And he turned and he was like, who's that? And I was like, wow, like, of course you see boobs and you just turn and you're like interested immediately. And he's like, I am what I am. And that's the truth. Like guys are always going to be in intrigued by like the boobs and ass and it's gross, but it doesn't mean that they're like complete trash. Um, if it's something that really bothers you, should you vocalize it? And should they respect that? A hundred percent. But for the most part, like try not to take it too seriously um, just because they follow someone that looks like X, Y, and Z doesn't mean that they don't think that you're sexy, you know, like it's, it's about how you feel about yourself and you shouldn't lose confidence because they're being a gross guy, uh, because you are sexy and amazing. And that's pretty much it. Like I'm still doing this matchmaking thing. It's going really well. I'm, you know, slow and steady. If you haven't gotten you haven't gotten a response yet, like just try to be patient. I'm trying to get to everyone. If not, if I don't get to you, I'm sorry. If I do and it doesn't work out, I'm sorry. If it do and it does work out, that's fucking awesome. So thank you guys so much. And um, thank you for listening, for supporting. And don't forget to take care of your mental health during quarantine. I saw my therapist yesterday virtually and it was really, really good. Um, you know, I didn't have that much to talk about, but just working it and not like forgetting about that muscle um, of therapy was so important. So definitely, you know, do it. Get back into therapy. Okay. Hope you enjoyed the episode with Leo. Bye. Being quarantined is already miserable enough. There is no reason to have miserable hair too. What we need to be doing is focusing on the things that we can control. And that's why I'm so obsessed and you won't stop hearing me talk about Function of Beauty. It's the best shampoo oh, and conditioner and hair mask, which I used for the first time the other day. And it was so cool. I actually didn't know that you had to rinse it out. So I put it in. But then I did rinse it out and my hair was so fresh. The smell is so amazing. And the reason it's so good is because I chose the smell. The smell that I chose personally was called Strike a Rose and it's medium. So it's like you can choose how much you want it to smell and how like subtle you want it to be. And I chose medium. It's so perfect. And all you have to do is really go on their website, functionofbeauty.com and you take a quiz and it tells you, I mean, like, first of all, not all of our hair is the same. So you have to take this quiz so that they know 
how to provide you with the right shampoo and conditioner and hair mask that's perfect for your specific hair. So you just go to functionofbeauty.com slash Acme and you take your four-part hair profile quiz. You end up saving 20% on your first order because um, of the code that we are providing you. So you just go to functionofbeauty.com slash Acme. Let them know that we sent you. That's functionofbeauty.com slash Acme. You can also customize the bottle. You can write your nickname on it. Like mine says function of Linny. It's green, my favorite color. And um, I'm really obsessed with it. So I hope you like it as much as I do. Don't forget functionofbeauty.com slash Acme. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with my friend, Leo Sloan. What's up, Lee? Not much, just got the day off today i've actually been working through quarantine so been like pretty busy so tell us a little bit about yourself for people who aren't your friend and don't know you how old are you and where are you from i just turned 30 and i'm from 85th street and third avenue so like so new york city <laughs> new york city so like <laughs> 10 blocks from you amazing well happy belated also um i can't believe you're 30 how does that feel um great I think I'm like just hitting my stride like yeah I feel like I'm just starting to be like my best self I agree I agree Honestly. so where are you right now I mean I know but for the world for the world I'm in New Orleans um the big easy down south which is like <laughs> funny because I'm we're like I'm such a Yankee living in the south how did you end up in the South? I moved with my ex-girlfriend. Two ex-girlfriends ago. And then you just ended up staying. I, I, I stayed and she left. And what do you do in the South to entertain yourself? For entertainment? Um, no, I mean, like, what, like, tell us about Goodbird. <laughs> oh, Goodbird. Yeah, so Goodbird. Yeah, so like I started a restaurant that I've had for... Well, I started out in a market and then like a food hall type thing and then um, opened a brick and mortar and then opened another brick and mortar. So I've, I have now I have two locations, two standalone locations. Very um, cool. And what? Salads. Yeah. All rotisserie chicken based, super healthy, fresh. Quick. Yeah. For anyone who lives in New Orleans or... Um you know, is able to go there once quarantine hopefully ends. Um, Good Bird is definitely the spot that you should hit up. I appreciate that. I actually, I was in New Orleans and I met up with Leo and we went to, what was the like crazy uh, fried chicken place? Willa May. Willie Mays. Oh. Yeah, Willie Mays. We, you so were like, good. 
on a crunch time to get to the airport. And we were like, I had I had a flight in like 30 minutes and we went to Willie Mays and we had to wait online for like an hour and a half. And we actually had 10 minutes to eat the food, not even, but it was worth it. Really good. And I brought the rest in the in the Uber on the way there. And then I didn't even tell you this, but it ended up being like a shit show. I was with my ex-boyfriend at the time and oh, wow. I met him at the airport and he was supposed to bring my stuff from the hotel to the airport because I was at Willie Mays with you and he ended up forgetting my computer and like my whole bag with my computer at the fucking hotel. And did I was you, so pissed. Did you catch your flight? Did you make your flight? I made my flight, but without my computer, I had to get it shipped and it took like a week. And I was using my old, like really old computer that like barely works for a week, but it was yeah. fine. Well, he shouldn't have forgot that computer. No, it was a situation, but um, <laughs> it wasn't his fault. So let's talk about your dating situation. What's your current relationship status? I am in a relationship with beautiful young woman. <laughs> She's actually seven years younger than me. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Is she in college? She just graduated college. Oh my God, let's hear the story. How did you meet her? Because I think when I when I saw you, you had just broken up with someone that was like in in April mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. That's right. So how did you guys and when did you meet? Um, we met as she was, she came to the, the shop, my to my restaurant and like was waiting for, we like messed up. I messed up. I was working that day and I messed up her order pretty bad or something. She ended up waiting. She had to like wait at the inside for her salad for way longer than our usual time. And because, so, you so like I wait, what's that? No. So like, did you come out and apologize? No, I was like, here's your salad. Like, I'm so sorry. Like I said something like, do you want to hang Like, you, you know, <laughs> you can hang out for as long as you want. Like, you, or, I don't know what I said, but like something cute. And she was like totally chill about it. And I obviously was very attracted to her. So it's like this funny thing where it's like, out of all the people, like the girl that I thought was cute at, in this like hectic moment was like waiting for a salad for such a long time. And then I had to like kind of talk to her about it. And then she hit me with that follow on Instagram. And I was like, I DM'd her back. I was like, wait, if you were just in here, like waiting for your salad, what's up? And then it just sparked conversation. That's so cute. Yeah. And then went from there. Is this the youngest you've ever gone? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe. So let's talk a little bit about, um, and, and by the way, so how long have you guys been together now? Um, well, we were talking in August, but then we didn't really, but it was like, you know, I was like keeping, I was just off of a relationship. So I was, like I'm not getting back into relationship. So we we're just casual from August to end of October, I think. And then October, November, we come started actually dating. How does so, how does the shift go? Like how can you just be casual with someone and like put them in that box and then like move them to like something more serious? You just how hope for the best. You just hope for the best for that time period when you're like trying not to have a girlfriend you're just trying to have fun and date around you just hope that that's okay for a little while Uh, because eventually someone's gonna be like all right well fuck you i'm gonna go find somebody else 
Right, right. That's so interesting. The, the way that you say, it. let's for the for my listeners. When's your birthday? And I, you said it my, was the other day. So you're a Pisces, right? Yeah. And so, do you know when hers is? Yeah, she's um, May 9th, So she's a Taurus. Taurus. That's a good match. I, that's what I've heard. That's a really good match. I like yeah. that for you. Yeah. So. Okay, so she stuck around. At what point was she like? I mean, she was seeing other people too. Like oh, she was, she was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was hooking up with other people. Like I was hooking up with other people. Uh, so, so who like got feelings first, or kind of like made some sort of remark? Me, me her you boy, her, a, a old dude, a old fling that she was seeing, or no, an old fling that she used to see was like coming to visit her, and was going to stay at her, and was staying at her house, and I was like, no. Nah. What'd you say? I was like, no, that's not gonna. I like, no, I can't. That's that's gonna crush me. That's, that's gonna. Really cute. That's gonna like make me go crazy, like insane. Like I'm not gonna be able. To, that's it's not gonna. And then she's like, "What gives you the right to say that?" And I was like, "Well, smart girl, you're right. I don't have the right to say it, but I'm gonna tell you that's how I feel." And um, I think that kind of made it clear, like that if she was going to see this other guy, it's going to hurt my feelings. I think that's what made it feel like, that's what was like, kind of made it clear. So like, you never straight up were like, will you be my girlfriend? Well, then after that, not at that moment, but then later on, yeah, so we were like straight up. We were like, had the exclusive talk. I don't think it was ever like, will you be my girlfriend? I think it was just more like, okay, we're serious now. Like, right. I'm not seeing these people. I went and stayed at your house when this dude came to visit me like so she's showing to me that she was caring that she cared about me so there, but, but to clarify there was never like a straight up like you just kind of both assumed like yeah I think so I think so I can't remember if I was if, I, if either if I was ever like do you want to be my girlfriend and then like do you just like start talking about this person to your parents you know what I mean like when does that that kind of stuff happen that well uh, for me that's i've had all different types of situations with that but like at this point in my life i don't bring anything up to my family until until like i feel super super comfortable with that person totally myself around them all right so what is your situation with her now during this quarantine period like are you living together are you like only seeing each other and like no other friends i live alone and she lives with her roommate. I'm close with her roommate. We see each other maybe like, we sleep over with each other like twice a week and see each other kind of like, whether it's just for a little bit or something, a couple other times the week. And we just make sure that when she goes home or when she's doing her work stuff or whatever it is, like she's being safe, yeah. really clean and safe. And when the same goes for me. Like, because you you have this restaurant and people are still coming to pick up takeout orders, like, how are you making sure that, like, you're being safe? So, like, one of the, well, so I have two restaurants, right? But one of them I had to close. But the one that's still open is really small. The physical space is small. So we're able to run it with six total employees mm -hmm. right now. So that means, you know, on a shift, there's only four people. There's yeah. six total that are like rotating in and out. But yeah. at any given time, there's only four people at the restaurant and we wear bandanas 
gloves and wash our hands every time we change gloves. And then if a customer, the customers aren't allowed in the restaurant, we have a table set out right outside and we just like put it down on the table and they pick it up. Yeah, that's good. So there's not really any. Have you felt any like anxiety, stress, or like depression around what's been going on right now? And like, if so, how are you dealing with that? I haven't felt any depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only anxiety I have is like applying for these these like loans that small businesses are like, it's just such a mess. It's like, there's all these loans going, or there's all this money right now that the government's supposedly going to give small businesses. But like, in order to get it, I have to go through so much stuff with my accountant. And, yeah, it's so annoying. And it's just like, that's the only thing stressing me out. It's like, there's all this money flowing around, but like, I don't really know exactly how to get it. Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, so like, that's stressful. But other than that, I've been working every day, not being able to do yoga. I love going to like my yoga studio to do yoga. So transitioning to do that in my house is a little weird, but mm-hmm. I'm sort of figuring that out. Do you feel like you've been like drinking more, smoking more during this time or like same as usual? <laughs> I'd say drinking and smoking a little more. Yeah. It's hard. Like you're, you know, you're, you're at home a lot more. Um, so there's like not a lot to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it helps you like escape reality, I guess. Which is nice. Should we talk a little bit about our history? Literally, literally. Yeah, we should. I'm literally getting a text message from my girlfriend's roommate saying, (laughs) Because I told him I was going on this. Tell Lindsay she doesn't know me, but I love her. <laughs> oh, tell her I say I love her back. Um, and like if she has any questions that I should ask you. But no, so for anyone who doesn't know, which is like probably everyone, Leo was my first boyfriend. And um, was I your first girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, sure. cool. We dated when we were in, was it fifth grade? Yeah. Fifth grade. Fifth grade, yeah. We kissed. I think that was like the most we did. Maybe, maybe like over the over the bra, over the bra, which is like what would you call it back then? Like not second. Was it second? Yeah, second base. I think. Yeah, yeah. We went to second base, which is crazy. Um, it felt like we were really young. Honestly, our friend group was young to be like doing all the shit. Oh my god. course like the fact that we were even kissing with tongue in fifth grade like I have uh I have cousins who are like in seventh grade and they're not even thinking about doing that stuff yeah yeah maybe that's just like a New York City thing I remember like y'all hooking up with each other too in front of the boys yeah we used to like we used to like girls would kiss girls like four guys I remember Harry Harry at one point shout out to Harry if you're listening he gave us like a hundred bucks to kiss one time (laughs) he's like he had like a million of his like parents bills and like would just pay us to kiss yeah it was so weird we we were all at like pages Um, (laughs) Justin Efron's house pages or Justin's and like we would do the craziest stuff like I, it was just like we had to go somewhere where the parents weren't really paying attention. 
and y'all looked like so much older than you you, you guys you I guys. know because we like, all like developed awkwardly <laughs> early I remember and, and but you guys were still so small and little like, boys. yeah <laughs> god I remember one time we were at Paige's and like all the girls decided it would be sexy to like go in the shower. So we like took our clothes off and went in the shower. And I remember I was dating you then and you got mad at me. You were like, I can't believe your clothes are off in front of all these other guys. Wow. That's hilarious. I, I did. Wow. And I was like, but we literally talk once a week and have only kissed once. Like, What's, what do you do? Yeah. What do you get? That was not real relationships at all. No, but it was cute times. It was really cute times. Yeah. Um, I feel like you were pretty, like, you were pretty intimidating, like, very confident. And I was like, didn't know how to kiss or like, that's so funny because, like, I don't feel like I was. And I've, I've heard, like, my, my other ex said that recently. Like, my high school ex was like, you were always so confident, but like, I was so insecure and I must have just like been masking this like fake confidence to like survive, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a good skill to have. I wish I could take a little bit of page out of that book of yours. Yeah. But you're super confident now. Now. Yeah. But not back then. So yeah. It's it's hard being a kid. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think also like part of all that was, we were at all boys school and all girls school so like right like everyone's like harder on each other and like meaner to each other in yeah situations but yeah. like i don't know i like to think it made me tough would you want to send your kid to like an all boys school no really i loved it but i don't think i yeah i wouldn't mind but like high school they got, i think it's got to be co-ed yeah just to like know how to treat women yeah like a sister yeah if you don't have a sister exactly yeah Yeah. it's interesting but there's positives to both sides right so do you think that just to go back to your girlfriend um do you think that like you dating younger has anything to do with like your own maturity level at all or do you feel like no i think she's surprisingly mature for her age yeah and that's why I don't even notice it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't notice it at all, like the age really, until like I think about it. And like, if I look at a picture on Instagram from like 2015 or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm literally, yeah, like I'm, this is me at your age. Yeah, like you just went through puberty. Like, what's up? Yeah, I definitely think my maturity level at that time, she wouldn't date me as my 22-year-old self. Right. Well, I, I would hope no one would date me as my 22-year-old self. That was brutal. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, 23 was definitely, like, my worst year, for sure. Were you already in NOLA by then? Uh, 25, I moved. I was in NOLA. 20, 24, 25, I moved. You were, you were here working. You were in the city working at, was it Casamono? Yeah, Casamono. Well, Odo first, and then Casamono. Odo, like as in the one on 8th Street and 5th Avenue? Yeah. Did that's you like I, working there? Yeah, I loved it. That's where I started like cook. That, well, I started cooking college, but that's where I first started like a real kitchen, learned so much. Yeah. I did a couple of years there and then I learned even more at Casamono. Didn't, 
Was it, is that, is Odo Mario Batali? Yeah. What, was he part of the Me Too thing or no? Yeah. Did you yeah. like see anything when you were working there that was sketch? No, I didn't. You know, it's funny, like with the whole Me Too with Mario, it's like, there's a book that literally was written about him in his prime called like Heat. And it's kind of like an Anthony Bourdain style book. And it's like, just describes the whole lifestyle of being a chef in the city and like how people were doing drugs and having sex. And it's funny to me because it's like everything's literally in that book. But now for some reason, I don't know what the difference was between back then and now, but I, I mean, I never saw anything, but I just know that the culture of the restaurants, just restaurant industry is just, it's a crazy industry. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't really know anything about that. I was just disappointed because he was definitely, he still is like, you know, a mentor and someone I look up to like his success. And Yeah, totally. Let's talk a little bit about like sex right now with what's going on. Like, have you felt like your sex drive has been affected by this pandemic or like not really? Mm-mm. No. Do you think it would be like, if you were living with your girlfriend right now, like as opposed to what you're doing, do you feel like, like, look, why aren't you doing that? You know what I mean? Like, why haven't you invited her to come stay with you full time? Is it because of the restaurant or? That it's just like not, um, I don't think I'm going to do that until I get married again. Cause I've done it twice with two ex-girlfriends. Like live with someone. I've done it twice. And it's been like, it's really hard. It's really hard. I, I think one of them, like, yeah it's just so hard it changed it puts it's it's for me at least it's tough for me maybe other people find it easier to live with their is it like a space thing or yeah space thing um yeah like it's hard to do I think it's hard to do your own thing when when someone else is like living there yeah like I'm gonna go cook food and she's gonna go do something else like I feel like I get in the habit of being like if we're gonna hang out tonight like we're gonna cook food together and it's gonna be like a date thing yeah why wouldn't it be well because if you're living with someone maybe she's not hungry maybe she ate earlier yeah but like that could be the situation with anyone living together or not you know yeah like, I feel like living together should be easier, if anything, for that specific example. Like, it should be easier to be like, I'm cooking tonight. Like, let's cook. Or like, what do you want? You know? And like, almost to know when they've eaten or not. It's like, that's like not something you can control about someone. Like, there's got to be something else that's more annoying than like, what times you're eating. <laughs> I think just orbiting around someone else and their yeah. schedule is like I don't like roommates every time I have a roommate I get I don't like them I'm like I can't talk I can't I'm like yeah. dude if I have a roommate like even if it's my best friend yeah of course because it's I'm just like, like annoying it's annoying so I think it's the same thing with I think I just get annoyed like that maybe easily yeah but then like eventually you're gonna have to do that when you get married like your parents they live together no totally and um, like they make it work Totally. I think coming off of having two living girlfriends, I just probably need like a lot more time. Yeah. That's or maybe really- you just need someone who's like busier than you are. 
that's that's yeah actually my current girlfriend is is so busy that's awesome what does she do she works for a um gallery for like a famous artist i don't know if i should disclose that or not but um but yeah like running the creative she's like the creative director so she's kind of like that's so cool her hands in a lot of boss bitch yeah so she's killing and she's super busy so it's like works out well for me yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. all right we're gonna go through some poll questions okay it's gonna be fun all right let's see love the poll questions okay you've been together for three years they have instagram but are rarely ever on it they're scrolling through the feed and you see like four or five bikini models come up and you ask who is that he gets super annoyed at you for asking and walks out to get some space do you have the right to be frustrated and concerned or should you let it go so frustrated the girl can be frustrated because that's fucked up with the dude right how do you feel about following instagram models in general it's it's a dark it's a hole. slope yeah dark dark hole <laughs> and it's and it's it's like it's so aggressive like once you if you look at one photo of like some instagram model first of all like it's so fake yeah or it's like the angle or whatever then they just start hitting you with them like you look at your page and it's like instagram like how are there so many i don't know it's wild yeah like you look at one and then instagram like populates your shit with so many kind of become at first i was like the first person that that started was with me was jen selter oh god jen selter definitely ruins so many relationships without realizing it (laughs) and then uh i think i had like a little phase of like around that time like look like scrolling through and now i'm totally unattracted by it it's like too much it's like overload and it's like unrealistic like no one actually looks like that in real life it's not hot okay let's see normal to think that everything that comes out of your significant other's mouth is annoying after being quarantined together yes or no fair yeah I, i kind of asked you this already but have you been hornier or less horny during quarantine same as i always am are you feeling sexy during this time? Yeah. You are. You're in the you're in the minority over there. Your significant other of one year says that they don't like going down on you. Red flag or deal breaker? I mean, sometimes I get a little too literal with these poll questions. So stop me if I'm Yeah. Like what was it? They don't like it. They don't like going down but on they you. Still, but they, they still do it. I I guess then I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like they it. They should like it. Like, it's like they should like pleasuring they you. Should, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If they're verbal about not liking it, that, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, agreed. Maybe if they kept it to themselves, but still did it. Right. Then like, whatever. You started seeing someone right before quarantine. Should you wait to define the relationship until after to see how they are around other people, like friends and family? You started to see them before quarantine. So they haven't met your friends and family. Should you define things with like in quarantine or wait till they meet people in your life to like know if like they're like they can they can. I wouldn't start a relationship in quarantine. Yeah. Like it would have to have started before. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Amazing. We usually end our episodes with a quote or piece of advice that you can give to our listeners. Do you have one for us, Lee? Yeah. Showing up. 
is really important. I don't know if that's a quote, but that I, is a good one. Just sometimes you just gotta like if you can just show up, like that's so much of half the battle with with so much stuff. Like just show up. Like a lot of people don't just don't think too far in the future, too far in the past. Just try to show up every day in the moment. I love that. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I finally got you on here. Yeah, I want it. We gotta catch up. Soon. We gotta catch up. Um, call me later. I will. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, thank you for coming on. If you liked the episode with Leo, write us a review in the podcast app. And um, Lee, where can people follow you on Instagram and be fans of you? And Goodbird. Underscore Goodbird is my Instagram for my business. And then The Sloaner. My last name is Sloan. Sloaner Boner. Yeah. Um, was that your screen name or we just called you that? I think everyone just started calling me that. So yeah. good. So good. All right, love you, Lee. Have a good day off.